0: Welcome to AASHTO Resource Q&A. We're taking time to discuss construction materials, testing, and inspection with people in the know. From exploring testing problems and solutions to laboratory best practices and quality management, we're covering topics important to you. Now, here's our host, Brian Johnson.
1: Welcome to AASHTO Resource Q&A. I'm Brian Johnson.
0: And I'm Kim Swanson. And we are starting a very special series. Brian, do you want to shed some light on that?
1: I do. Yeah, we had an episode on resiliency or resilience, and it was focused on some improvements that have been made to concrete. So we talked about ultra high-performance concrete and how it's used in designing for a more resilient transportation system. And I thought, you know, we we covered a lot on concrete. We should touch something on asphalt. So let's, let's look at what's going on in asphalt. Here we are. I find Ed Sniffen's name, again, tied to a project. We just talked to Ed about resilience of the transportation system in Hawaii, and this pops up. So I wanted to, to get Ed back on to talk about what's going on in this project. So we so if you didn't listen to the other one, go back and listen to it. But we've got Ed Sniffen. He's the director of the Hawaii DOT, and he's chair of the Ashto Committee on Transportation System Security and Resilience. We did have them on recently, and it is really uh, connected to that topic of resilience that we covered before. But one thing that Hawaii DOT has taken on is trying to change the way they use materials to help with resilience and help deal with this issue of plastics that are in the oceans surrounding Hawaii, which has become a big problem there. So Ed, welcome to the podcast once again with that very long introduction. Oh, thanks so much for having me. All right, Ed. So I gave people a little intro there, a long intro there. <laughs> Can you tell us about the effort that, that we were talking about today?
2: Yeah, absolutely. For us, this is our never-ending quest to be greener in our operations. When we started looking back in 2015, looking back at our pavements on our system. We saw that every seven to 10 years, we'd have to rip out that upper layer and process another layer in. All of it is CO2 intensive. So we tried to see how we can do better. We started using better materials and making sure that we reconstructed roadways rather than just putting in a mill and fill. And that's helped us tremendously in ensuring that we don't have to do as much work that's CO2 intensive as often. And now that we've starting to use uh, stone matrix asphalt and polymer modified asphalt so that's going to give us that 20, 20 to 25 year life that we're looking for. We want to look at the next level. Now initially we started off on the concrete side. We started looking at putting waste products CO2 into our concrete to make it better. We increased the strength of the concrete that allowed us to decrease the cement by weight in our mix that gave us a double dose of reduction of CO2 to get greener concrete in place. Contractors loved it, it was more workable. We loved it because it was a cost neutral thing, but allowed us to remove CO2 from the environment and remove CO2 from our operations. Then we wanted to do it on the asphalt side. when we started looking at asphalt, as you had mentioned, we pull tons of trash, plastic waste out of our oceans annually. Biggest of which are nets, a lot of fishing nets that come through. When we started looking at those materials, we wanted to see how we could repurpose them rather than burning them at our landfills or burying them, how we repurpose them to make it, making our pavements better. We started working with Asheville uh, states, uh, California and the like to ensure that we could start building on something out there. And they said, hey, we tried this plastics and pavement. You know, this is something that, that might work for you. So we built on the information that they had, worked with our universities here at U- University of Hawaii and Hawaii Pacific University to see how we could build a program here that would allow us to put our waste in our pavements. Now, we don't have the processing centers here yet, so of course, we kicked off this pilot to do this portion here and start running our test samples with uh, material that's already commercially available. Once we work this out, the end goal is to make sure we set up a plant here that can process all the waste in Hawaii to be used in our pavements. That's such a great goal. How is it going so far? It's going well, the first step for us was to make sure that UH could pull in a bunch of samples, Uh, to ensure that they could do their dynamic testing on it. Of course, we don't want to put in any pavement that's going to fail in in a year, right? So they did their dynamic testing to make sure that we could take the loads and the easels that we expect to get over the life of that pavement, and it worked out well. Hawaii Pacific University jumped in to make sure that they could test it to ensure that the plastics wouldn't migrate out of the pavement. The last thing, again, we want is a pavement that's going to start degrading into our environment. Both of those tests um, that were run give us favorable results that allows us to move forward now for real tests. So we paved out a mile of roadway near the ocean on our Ever Plains in an area that we needed to replace anyway. This was not like extra work or anything. This was part of our replacement process. With that one mile, we also ran other sections with higher degrees of reclaimed asphalt to, to give us another potential for greening our operation. So we could test them both at the same time. And we chose this area specifically because we could control the loading in the area, control the testing. And if we had to shut down portions of the roadway to run tests or repave portions, it wouldn't be significant impacts to the public.
0: When did the idea for this happen? And then when did the actual paving of this pilot come? Like, what was that time frame?
2: The time frame was about a year because we worked with L.A. County and their engineers there who had done some work already. We wanted to make sure that we built on that information and also ran a um, bunch of, of laboratory tests before we even put it on in the environment. So we, we had to make sure we did our due diligence. I, the last thing I wanted was for people to think I'm poisoning the environment with anything we're doing, especially when we're trying to move things forward from this perspective. So we were mindful of the timeframe. We wanted to make sure we minimize the timeframe to push it out because the test pilot period that's going to have to occur, but we're also mindful of our due diligence uh, to ensure the public safety in all of this. So it's about a year that we came up with the idea to the point that we started the construction. The great thing is we had a partner in the paving industry, Grace Pacific, that was ready and willing to move forward on things. They've already helped us pilot the SMA in our system and PMA in our system. So they said, this is the next phase, let's go. So it was really good.
0: That's awesome. Um, That's way shorter than I thought it was going to be. I was expecting <laughs> years. So when you said a year, I, I was surprised on that. What's the process now kind of moving forward that you have it paved? How long is the test period going to be? And then when are you going to either move to the next step or determine what the next step is or any of that. So what's the time frame kind of moving forward from now?
2: Yes, so these are the moving pieces now. Now we're gonna make sure that we have our test strip in place. We're gonna load it over the next year with different loadings, uh, make sure that we check it for cracking and rutting and, and such to ensure that we, it forms the way any asphalt pavement would or better. Um, and in that timeframe, we're applying for discretionary funding to start pushing forward on the plant side. Again, it was awesome that we could use commercially available material to move forward on this pilot sooner rather than later. But just between us, I'd much rather process our own trash into our pavement rather than somebody else's. (laughs) So the next phases are to push forward on the processing piece. While we're getting ready for putting in more plastic pavement, uh, once we proof it over this next year, we'll be ready to move on the next phases. But I would love for that plant to be ready to start giving us that material locally driven versus bringing in material from other states.
1: I was wondering about the funding for that. So, is this something that would fall under the IIJA for one of the special project funding measures?
2: Absolutely. We're applying for discretionary grant funding for all of these under Protect Funds and Carbon Reduction. This program qualifies for all of those. We were successful with HPU in getting a $500,000 grant to kick off the manufacturing portion or the study of the manufacturing portion. So, there's interest from the federal government. And I love getting that first small grant because. You're kind of committed now, right? I mean, if you if you funded the small piece, the next piece is, if it makes sense, um, should be pretty successful in getting additional funding. All in, we're thinking about six to eight million that it would cost to set up this pilot plant for us to get locally sourced material into our pavements. Then hopefully we can convince other manufacturers that it's beneficial to come to Hawaii because this is going to be our pavement from now on. We're not gonna to have to say this is a plastic pavement. AC pavement is gonna be plastic, that's
1: it. This is gonna be so interesting because I'm curious to hear how it works out and how that plastic is gonna behave. There's certainly some risks when you try anything new, but you already described some of the ways that you've kind of been careful about the selection of where you're doing it and some of the ways that you're doing it so that if things don't go as planned, you'll be able to take care of it. So let's say worst case scenario, that part fails, what would you do? So
2: worst case scenario, if the performance doesn't meet up to our expectations or if the leaching uh, occurs in any of the test samples and the like. Uh, Worst case scenario, we'll remove that portion of pavement. We'll replace it with SMA or PMA, um, materials that we know works well, that gives us that longer lasting life that already gives us some CO2 uh, reduction anyway. We'll replace it with that. Then we go back to the drawing board because it's not something i want to quit on. This is something that we know works, that we know can work, and that we know that we got to make work just given all the waste that we're pulling out of the ocean. So we go back to the drawing board, see how we can make it better and try it on another area. So
0: that was the worst case scenario. What's your best case scenario for this?
2: The best case scenario. It all works out. Testing works out well. We can get our plant up in three years and we start with production uh, with, with our plastics and pavement throughout the state. So anywhere we would be replacing pavement throughout the state or building new road, it'll be with plastics in that pavement. So that three-year time frame is the target right now. And that's dependent on the funding that we could have in place, making sure that we have the space available. And of course, making sure that our partners in industry will adopt it as well.
1: One other thing I was wondering about because of the fishnets or HDPE, have you thought about any other uses or repurposing of that, that type of material that could be something that is used by the DOT?
2: Absolutely. So going back to concrete, uh, we're looking at plastic rebar, and there's there's other agencies that are already piloting those types of things. So if we can get that plant first to to do all of the pellets that we need for AC, we could also look at plastic rebar or concrete materials uh, that we can use there as well. So we want to make sure that all infrastructure can use these waste products to improve not only our products in the ground, but reduce the potential for impacts in the environment.
0: So I know we're excited about this and I can tell you're excited about this, but what about the citizens of Hawaii? How are they responding to this?
2: They all think it's a really good idea. But of course, the proof is in the pudding. I got I to make sure I can show them a product that works. I think I would best classify this as cautiously optimistic, happy that we're moving this in this direction, but waiting for the results to ensure that we're not going to give them a product that doesn't work.
1: That's exciting to hear. And I could tell there was a decent amount of news coverage on this. So you had plenty of opportunities to get feedback from the public. So I think you probably do have a pretty good handle on how people <laughs> feel about it at this point. And we hope that people listen to this and they're excited about it. And if you're a DOT out there and you're hearing this and you want to know how to get involved, how can people get in touch with you, Ed?
2: They can call us, definitely, at 587 uh, 2150 area code. Uh, we're happy to share all the information that we have. We're happy to work with them on any of the improvements that they're making that that they're in this area. And we're happy to, to steal any ideas that they have to bring it back <laughs> here. So we sound really smart and really progressive as well.
0: Have, have you had many other people reach out to you or in mean, industry or other DOTs reach out to you about your, the work you're doing in this area?
2: We have, you know, the, the directors at AASHSO, we're all kind of on tech strings together. So when, when we start hearing about what, what initiatives the others are doing, we start texting each other and asking. So there's been a bunch that's out, that outreached already uh, that asked for our staff to reach out to theirs or at least a contact that they can reach out to. The great thing is they know that we're piloting this so they can use the data that we have and build on that. So there's been quite a bit of momentum that's building now and we're hopeful that this can push the wave to making this the future of, of how we do business.
1: Yeah now that we've got quite a bit of background from you on what this project is all about and where you're going and and everything else we talked about we're going to have some other conversations with with people at the DOT and other interested parties that were involved as part of this series but I want to thank you so much Ed for your time in telling us all about it and getting us getting us off on the right foot
2: This initiative kind of ties into everything we do and and you can you can talk to all the DOTs about it as well Everyone knows that because transportation touches everything and everything touches transportation, our initiatives are just not about roads and bridges. It's about that connection that we provide to everybody, that connection to the data that's necessary to push this own program in your own state, definitely. But here in Hawaii, it's also about connection to a new industry, potentially, a new job market for our citizens in this area and uh, hopefully an advancement in thought process so we can create more of these areas. Because I'll tell you quite frankly, uh, we're great, um, our state is a great little Petri dish that we can test things in. Uh, And we'd love to be able to pilot these new technologies, especially in uh, green transportation and, and cleaner environments to push towards other states as well.
0: I'm excited to see that you guys are on the cutting edge of this. And uh, again, you said you took things from L.A. County and building on that. And so I'm excited to see where this, who builds on your your research here and your test pilot here and where this goes in the future. It's exciting stuff.
2: Oh, thank you so much.
1: Yeah. Thanks for your time today. Thank
2: you. Thank you.
0: And that was part one of our four-part series on paving with recycled plastic, Hawaii's pilot project.
1: Yeah, next week, we've got Mel Chung and Christy Grillo, also from the Hawaii DOT, to go a little deeper into the testing involved uh, on this project.
0: Stay tuned because we have three more episodes on this exciting and innovative project happening in Hawaii. Thanks for listening to AASHTO Resource Q&A. If you'd like to be a guest or just submit a question, send us an email at podcast at org, or call Brian at 240 240- 436 For other news and related content, check out Ashto Resources social media accounts
2: or go to ashtoresource.org.